Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than the, the ceremony and the commitment of a, a marriage where two people pledge themselves before God and their family to love, honor, and cherish for the rest of their lives. At least that's the plan. That's the idea. Now that thing goes awry so often, it's a frightening thing. The statistics are more than 50% of all marriages end in divorce. But the one thing they never go into is, okay, but those 50%, where did they begin? I realize they end, but where did they begin in divorce? You know, I think it's people getting married for all the wrong reasons. You know, you find somebody that you enjoy sleeping with. Great. That's a great reason to, like, continue dating someone. But is it really what you want to base a marriage on? I mean, I once had a friend that I went to high school with tell me that he married his wife because... And I quote, this was with her in the room. She's hot as fuck. It's like, okay, now give me something else, dude. Don't just leave it there. That kind of, if I was his wife, I would have been pissed. It's like, really? Is that all he thinks of you? You know, mother of his kids, keeper of the household, you know, the, what's the term? Chatelaine of their home. That's all he's got to say about her. And so I, I guess that's kind of that kind of a shallow approach to it all is what's left us with 50% of all marriages end in divorce. You know, you have people that don't really understand the commitment to start with. They're basing it on something very superficial. But don't get me wrong. Hot as fuck, women are a hell of a lot of fun to be around. Women that are phenomenal in bed are an incredible amount of fun to be around. Think before you leap, you know, figure out if you can swim before you dive in. Especially if it's shark-infested waters. That's what leads us to today's episode, Divorcing for Dollars, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Divorce is a horrible thing. But, not to hear Natalie tell it. Natalie is going through a divorce, it seems. And all of us are sitting in Starbucks as she talks about it on her phone are there for her. He acts like this is all about money. He's refusing our initial alimony request. I don't say it out loud, but I, actually, sweetie, alimony is all about money. I can only assume that the hour she mentioned is her lawyer and her. Not sure who she's talking to, but one thing is abundantly clear. The world owes this bitch a living. Now that sounds harsh, but I've been listening to her for about 45 minutes now. You haven't. You gotta trust me on this. Here are some basic facts. They've been married for five years. Natalie was the other woman that broke up her husband's last marriage. They have no kids. He already had a profitable business. Natalie has not worked in the marriage and in fact has never held a job. Also, this is Natalie's marriage number four. Let me dissect this for you. Five years of marriage, not all that long. I once had an ingrown toenail for five years. Given the choice of that or Natalie for five years, I would rather limp around and hope it goes away. Natalie started out as the other woman. Oddly enough, I don't throw the moral hit on her for that. I put it squarely on him where it should be. I mean, she didn't swear to love, honor, and cherish anybody. Certainly not his last wife. He did. Shame on him. As for the no kids, thank God. Not because of the looming divorce, 
but because I really think the community gene pool takes a serious hit when this woman produces. So he has a profitable business and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that she did not give up a quarter million a year career to marry him, especially since she did say she'd never had a job. So I have a marriage that she brought nothing to the table other than, I, I guess, bedroom skills. And while those are definitely an asset, they don't necessarily equate to financial terms in any arena outside of porn or divorce. Those are the only two areas of life. Now, that last one's an incredibly harsh line, but since I'm still kind of laughing about it, I, as near as I can see, it's pretty brutally true. It stays. So you got to deal with that. And the fact that this is marriage number four for her, it's kind of a business at this point. I guess I would feel different about it if I didn't just find her whole attitude to be one of crocodile tears and self-entitlement. In the good old days, and by good old days, I mean the days when your grandfather first met your grandmother, women did not work, and other than keeping the home and raising kids, did not have marketable job skills. So alimony made perfect sense. Plus, divorce was so damn rare. Nowadays, if one of your grown kids gets married and has no job skills, never develops any, and needs alimony or they'll end up homeless, feel free to consider yourself a wild failure as a parent. Raise your kids to stand on their own feet, take care of themselves, never losing sight of that individuality and ability to survive on their own, even if they combine their life with someone else. Because divorce happens more often than not when one member of that marriage is convinced that every year of marriage carries a dollar amount. To paraphrase Dan Aykroyd, when Natalie is flat on her back, the meter is running. That was the epic line that was a point-counterpoint, and his, it began with, Jane, you ignorant slut. Greatest Saturday Night Live moment of all time. You gotta uh, Google that. Now, as cruel as that whole line sounds, the best thing, learning experience-wise, that could happen to Natalie is that she gets screwed in the divorce. Then, she would be forced to enter the world of the worker, and hopefully grow up a bit. Because the spoiled, self-entitled monster that I've been listening to for just this side of an hour makes my teeth itch. And if you look at it from the right angle, there is a child involved in the divorce. Natalie. Except that nobody wants custody of her. Hope you liked today's episode. If you did, listen to more episodes. You can also like the podcast, follow the podcast. There's a link around here somewhere to support the podcast. You can also go to Amazon.com, search Caffeinated Humor. There's a series of books about the podcast and the blog it came from. Thank you much. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.